We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. Education in the state of Oklahoma is suffering greatly because of incompetent and inept leadership, duplicitous and dishonest leadership from Joy Hoffmeister, the Secretary of Public Instruction for the state of Oklahoma. Thank the Lord she's terming out, but I pray that we select somebody a heck of a lot better. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's Rebellion. I'm going to close out the week by talking about education again. Yesterday, you know, I told you a story about a young teacher in the Tulsa Public School District who's been threatened personally in a private meeting as well as a follow-up email that if he does not comply with a mask mandate in the public schools that he is in violation of the quote-unquote expectations that are being placed upon him by his principal and his superintendent. Now, this young man is one of the good guys. We do have some good teachers out there that are trying to fight the good fight. They're trying to stay the course. They're trying to be good mentors for personal freedom and human liberty in front of their students. They're trying to have good debates with their students about things that are pertinent in our daily lives, such as what's the science behind masking? Is there evidence out there that demonstrates that they're effective? And is there evidence out there that demonstrates that they're not? Shouldn't we be discussing this rather than just bowing obediently at the altar of higher education, or education in general, or schools of education, or secretaries of education, or secretaries of public instruction for the state of Oklahoma like Joy Hoffmeister, and these superintendents that do her bidding, these people that have no degrees, zero, zero degrees in medicine, they're not medical doctors, how do they know whether or not a mask mask is effective at stopping the transmission of COVID. They don't know. The only thing they know is what they read, just like, like what you and I read. And we should be willing to have a good debate about this stuff. And look at all of the data. All of the data. I shared with you yesterday that Ali Stuckey has collected a ton of it that demonstrates from country after country, Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Israel, Japan, the United States, our own Surgeon General, as well as Fauci himself, told us initially that masks didn't work and that we shouldn't buy them. Well, what changed? Did the science change all of a sudden? Have they shared with us any data, longitudinal data, that demonstrates that everything that we were being told for the last at least 10 years, 11 years, is wrong? I told you, we went all the way back to 2010 and followed the research from there until now that demonstrated over and over and over again 
from professional journals, refereed journals, medical journals, from Oxford to the New England Journal of Medicine. These are very reputable scientific journals that have been telling us for decades that this stuff doesn't work, and then all of a sudden you're a murderer. You're guilty of aiding and abetting homicide if you don't wear a mask. Do you get why people are confused? Do you understand why they are losing trust in their government and in their local schools? Well, today's story is about Deborah Gist, superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools, and Joy Hoffmeister, superintendent of public instruction for the state of Oklahoma. Both of them should be ashamed of themselves. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. Welcome back to The Rebellion. Okay, I told you the story about a young man, a young teacher in Tulsa Public Schools, who doesn't want to wear a mask for all of the reasons that I've cited, and then he probably has more of his own. And uh, he's been called into the office, and he's been scolded, and he's been told in writing that he's in violation of his supervisor's expectation. Does that sound like a threat to you? Well, it should, because it is. Well, that was yesterday. Today, this letter came out. I'm going to read it to you. It's from Deborah Gist, the superintendent of Tulsa Public Schools. Dear friend and bestie of Joy Hofmeister, the superintendent of public instruction for the state of Oklahoma. Both of them deserve the woke leader of the year award. The person that is most politically correct, the person that rushes to the front of the pack to be popular rather than to confront the most recent lunacy coming out of the alphabet soup of identity politics and whatnot. Dear team, we had a wonderful start to our school year. Thank you for the role you played in helping us kick off our year safely and productively. As you are aware, Tulsa Public Schools expects all students and team members to wear masks while in our buildings. This has been the case since we started school, and I am proud that the vast majority of our team members and students are keeping each other safe by wearing masks each day. Now that we have completed our first full week of classes, given the current surge of COVID cases, we are working with our team to understand how to continue improving our safety protocols. Using feedback from our team, we have developed and want to share with you a temporary strengthening of the mask expectation we have in place throughout our district. It is critical that we do everything possible to keep our students and teachers together safely and in person in our schools, and masks are a critical way to sustain the safe in-school learning experience that our students need and deserve. For now, while our city is experiencing a surge in COVID-19 infection rates with the highly contagious Delta variant, our expectations for mask wearing are as follows. Effective Monday, August 30th, all staff will wear masks while inside our buildings. The only exception will be for individuals who have a documented and approved medical exemption. The staff members can click here to request a reasonable accommodation. 
This form will be available no later than Friday, August 27th at 8 a.m. Effective Tuesday, September 7th. All students will wear masks while inside our buildings. The only exceptions are for students who have a documented and approved medical exemption or a district-approved exemption based on the educational or the social-emotional needs of the student. During the next week, we will be sharing details with our school communities regarding the specific expectations and possible exemptions regarding mask wearing. We will continue to work closely with the Tulsa Health Department over the coming weeks to ensure that our safety practices stay tightly aligned with guidance in public health and medical professionals. We will also continue to listen to feedback from our school teams to make sure that we have the clarity and support they need to keep our students safe. Thank you for doing your part to protect our children and our city. Best, Deborah. Deborah Gist, who is the superintendent of public schools for Tulsa. What a crock. This is nonsense. It's in violation of Oklahoma law. Notice that she said, effective Tuesday, September 7th, all students will wear masks. That is in violation of Senate Bill 658. I read it to you yesterday. It makes it very clear that you cannot, within the public school system of Oklahoma, the taxpayer-funded schools of Oklahoma, force students to wear masks. And the reason for that bill passing is that you, the parents, you, the grandparents, you, the citizens, have said you don't like this Orwellian overreach and that you've read enough to know that the masks are nothing but a ruse. They don't do anything. Like the Daily Mail article said yesterday that I read to you, they're at best... 10% effective. 10%, which means they're 90% ineffective. So why are we taking the freedom and the dignity and the very identity away from our students and our staff? Because your identity is hidden behind this veil, behind this burqa, behind this religious symbol that you are a virtuous person with a good heart if you wear this thing over your face, but you're a hedonist. You're a bad person. You're a sinner if you don't wear it. You're not saved, I guess. A prerequisite for salvation in the state of Oklahoma right now is this. You must wear a mask. If you don't, you are damned. This is ridiculous. Oh, Piper, you're guilty of hyperbole. Maybe a little, but frankly, not much. Well, at the same time of this Orwellian overreach from the superintendent of schools for Tulsa, this article comes out, which shows that Joy Hoffmeister again has demonstrated her incompetence, her lack of moral conviction. She basically ignored the law and refused to establish regulations in keeping with House Bill 1775, which makes makes it illegal in the state of Oklahoma to teach our students that one race is inferior to another race or that one sex is inferior to another sex. Yeah, that's what the bill says. And Joy Hoffmeister refused to establish 
regulations to implement in keeping with that law. She just refused. She refused. I'm going to read part of the article from the Oklahoma Council for Public Affairs that just came out today. Education agency botches anti-racism regulations. Due to bureaucratic incompetence, Oklahoma State Department of Education regulations that enforce a state ban on teaching concepts associated with critical race theory in Oklahoma schools have been withdrawn and now provide only guidance. State Superintendent of Public Instruction Joy Hoffmeister announced this during the August 26th sixth meeting of the State Board of Education. I can tell you this, if I were on the State Board of Education, this would not happen. If she tried to do this and I were on that board, it would not happen. I would be flying this flag up the pole and I would force everybody in the state of Oklahoma to salute it. And that flag would say, Joy Hoffmeister is ignoring the law intentionally. She won't even schedule a meeting so that regulations can be established for Oklahoma schools in keeping with House Bill 1775, which is the law of the land. She refused. Why wasn't anybody in the State Board of Education saying this? Why wasn't anybody leading? Why wasn't anybody blowing the whistle on this incompetence, this ineptitude, this sleight of hand, this arrogance from Joy Hoffmeister? We better choose somebody that's better than her wouldn't be hard to do, but we better choose somebody that understands that the Constitution is good, not bad, that a female is real and not pretend, and that racism should be reviled and not perpetuated through critical theory. Basically, that's all I would expect. Oh, maybe stop bowing to bail otherwise known as the LGBTQIA, God of subjective identity. The Gnosticistic God, I'll say that one more time, the Gnosticistic God of Joy Hoffmeister and her cronies. More from this letter from OCPA, the Oklahoma Council for Public Affairs. Because of Hoffmeister's sleight of hand, her arrogance, her ineptitude, her incompetence, schools are effectively free to ignore the new law. Now, if you've got a progressive leader of your local school, they can thumb their nose at the law of Oklahoma, and Joy Hoffmeister set it up. Don't let her say that this was just a mistake. It's not a mistake. If she's this clueless, then she has no business hinting that she would like to run against Governor Stitt for the governor of Oklahoma. Yes, that is out there. She thinks that she should be our governor. She's actually trying to figure out whether or not she could beat Governor Stitt in the upcoming election. Oh, my land. You need to tell all of your friends, all of your relatives, that this woman is not only incompetent, that she's deceitful, that she's dishonest, that she's a prevaricator. She's a liar. She's a liar. And I'm going to say it. This is going to be over the top for some of you. She's evil. Because all of those things are evil things. Deception, sleight of hand, 
prevarication, lying, is evil. It's wrong. It's evil. And she's guilty of all of the above. She's also guilty of blatant arrogance. She thinks she knows better than you on what your students should be taught. She thinks that she can ignore the law because she knows more than the legislature of Oklahoma how to apply that law or ignore that law. She thinks she's above the law. She thinks she's above the parent. She thinks she's above you, above me. This is arrogance. This is wrong. This is evil. Lord help us if this woman gets any more power than she already has. Lord help us. Okay, I want to remind you what HB 1775 actually said. This is what it said. HB 1775 banned Oklahoma's K-12 schools from teaching that, quote, one race or sex is inherently superior to another race or sex. Why would you stall and equivocate and dance and dodge over establishing rules that would be in keeping with that law? I'm going to read it again to you. One race or sex, it's banned in the state of Oklahoma, in our public schools, to teach that one race or sex is inherently superior to another race or sex, and that an individual, by virtue of his race or her race or sex, is inherently racist or sexist, or that individuals should, quote, be discriminated against or receive adverse treatment solely or partly because of his or her race or sex. Why in the world would anybody with a soul, have any difficulty with this law. To disagree with it makes you a blatant racist because you want to perpetuate judging people by the color of their skin rather than the content of their character. You believe that MLK's famous speech in front of the Lincoln Memorial is garbage, Joy Hoffmeister. You dishonored Martin Luther King Jr., You ignored him. You perpetuated teaching that somebody's race is inherently inferior to another race. You just refused to obey a law that says that none of our teachers should be teaching any of our students that someone by virtue of their race is inherently bad. You just said that you don't have any problem teaching our students that they should discriminate against others and actually orchestrate adverse treatment against others solely or partly because of their race. This is Joy Hoffmeister. She is a racist because only a racist would do what she just did. This is wrong. And if we continue to dance around it and be nice about it, then this stuff wins. And that's a shame. It's just a blatant shame. You know, I've talked to you about education over and over again. I have come to the conclusion that the only way we can defeat this nonsense is through school choice. Because we need to basically tell these people to go pound sand and that we're not going to allow our students to be taught by them anymore. 
We need to pull our students out of these schools, away from these progressives, these elitists, these oligarchs, these arrogant, narcissistic, self-worshipping fools. We need to pull our kids out of these schools and refuse to let these people brainwash them any longer. We need to say, no, you will not teach our kids the blatant racism that's endemic in critical race theory. We will not accommodate the sleight of hand and the deception of just calling critical race theory something else so that parents are unaware. Well, we'll just call it social-emotional learning, and then these stupid parents in the heartland of Oklahoma won't know the difference. And oh, by the way, on our website for the social-emotional learning thing, which has Joy Hoffmeister's face plastered on the header, on that website, when your kid clicks on the tabs, he or she immediately gets a banner reminder telling him or her to purge their search history when they're done because others may be able to see what they've been viewing. It says that. I've done it myself. That is true. Now, why in the world would that be there? Do you think maybe it's because Joy Hoffmeister and her cronies, the intelligentsia of her office, of these elites that think they know everything and you know nothing? Do you think maybe they're trying to get their ki- your kids to hide from you what they're looking at online and what they're reading? You bet your bottom dollar that's not a coincidence. So we need, we must stop subjecting our kids to the blatant racism of CRT and critical theory. This deception, this lie, this sleight of hand of social, emotional learning. We need to say no. We will not allow you to teach them the ontological insanity of LGBTQIA. We will not allow you to tell our girls that they are leprechauns and unicorns, that they're not real, and that they have no rights because they're nothing but a fabrication a fantasy of a dysphoric male who wants to take their bathroom, their scholarship, their sport, their shower, and their dressing room away from them. We will not stand for that misogyny any longer. We need to stand against the trans movement, which actually advocates physically butchering our boys and girls. Chemical castration for boys, if not literal castration, Radical mastectomies for girls, hysterectomies for girls, steroid injections for both boys and girls to help them transition to something else that is a lie, that's fake, and that is a contradiction to physiology, anatomy, and biology. We need to say, no, we will not allow you to teach them the divisive hatred of Black Lives Matter, the neo-Marxist movement of CRT and BLM, and their overt, open admission that they seek to dismantle the nuclear family in the United States. No, we will not allow you, Joy Hoffmeister, to continue to promote that and to teach that in our schools. It's our money. We pay for this education 
And our answer is no. We need to stand against the pervasive arrogance of the OEA, the Oklahoma Education Association, the teachers union. Their arrogance is palpable. Anybody who's getting the endorsement of the teachers unions, the OEA, or the local branches of the OEA should be dismissed by you as a sellout. Do not support them. Do not vote for them. And here's the thing. We need to demand the absolute non-negotiable local parental authority. We need to demand that parents are the last word on how their kids are going to be educated. And if any school, any teacher, any principal, any superintendent tells you that it's none of your business, you need to have the right and the financial wherewithal to take your kid out of that school and put him in another one that will listen to you. School choice is the only thing that'll solve this problem. School choice. School choice so that you can choose to send your kids to a school that's going to teach them how to read and how to count and how to write and how to understand the basics of science like biology and physiology rather than deconstruct it. You need to be able to trust that your schools are teaching the importance of standing against critical theory rather than embracing it. Teaching the exceptionalism of America rather than telling everybody that the 1619 Project is more important than the 1776 curriculum that Donald Trump instigated. A curriculum that only taught the virtues of American exceptionalism, our Constitution, our Declaration of Independence, self-evident truths endowed to us by our Creator. Documents that if we did not have would result in tyranny. And because they're tearing them down, I fear that that may be their next step. School choice is the only solution here. Hundreds of thousands of Oklahomans want the things that I just rattled off. We need a trusted conservative to wave this banner and fight our fights for us. I will get involved in supporting that trusted conservative as best I can. Hopefully in the weeks ahead, maybe the days ahead, I'll be able to announce who that will be. That's my hope, and that's my prayer. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only thing that'll save us. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Did you notice that letter that I started the show with? It said a ton of stuff about safety, but it said zero about liberty and freedom. Zero, because they don't care. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.